In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. and gentlemen welcome back to the true life podcast saturday edition saturday in the park it's not july but man i wish it was let me tell you what it's cold in south dakota and i'm not about it anymore i wish it was the fourth of july it's mm-hmm. so amazing to me we Haley overseth a writer podcast producer editor social media Lover of life's mysteries. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> kind of, I can just keep going on and on. How's it going today? How are you doing? I am doing so well. I am so very thrilled to be here with you. I do appreciate you having me here. This is very exciting for me. Um, you know, like we were talking about just before we started, yeah. I'm experiencing a lot of abundance in people and energy and just meeting wonderful people like yourself. And I'm just so very excited that the universe brought us together. I am too. Let's talk about abundance for a minute. Cause sometimes Let's in my do. life, you know, sometimes in my life, like I really feel so fortunate and so lucky, but then sometimes I look around and I'm like, how come my bank account's empty? Like, what is this abundance all about? Like, what do you do? Do you ever find like that sort of like, you're at that crossroads, like you have so much in your life, you have all these relationships and you're doing mm-hmm. this thing you love, but somehow abundance doesn't match up with what society supposed to tell you abundance is like, what, that what's is going it's on 100% true. You know, society tells us you have to be able to quantify with the, the, the house you have and the car you have and how much stuff you have. And yes, we did incarnate into this human existence to experience the material world and all the great things that it has to offer. Of course we did. But you have to balance that with energy and recognizing the abundance of, again, just the abundance of excitement that you have. Like, I am so excited about the things I'm working on and I'm having so much fun meeting all the people I'm meeting and being able to, you know, collaborate with creative people and people who are in these realms of exploring human consciousness and what's possible. And, you know, it's really important for for us to be able to be in a space where we can look at that and say that truly is abundance. And I really am experiencing so much of the wonderful things that life has to offer. And, you know, the bank account stuff, it'll, it'll 
follow to some extent, but I do also believe that we're kind of shifting in society to a space where, you know, maybe currency in general just doesn't really serve us anymore, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and say that I have the answers to how do you shift out of that since it's been the way that we operate for so long. But I am really excited to think about things like, you know, the younger generations of people who were born into a society where they have the internet and information in their hands as a yeah. fact of their existence. You know, the the sort of institutional structures of civilization that they could sort of recreate and replace these old systems. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. So, you know, when I think I, I think abundance, there there's an abundance of possibilities that I think we have to learn to be excited about. I love it. It's really well said. It's it brings up this idea of currency. I'm glad you said that because I think that mm-hmm. relationships are like the new currency. And you spoke a little bit about all these people you're meeting and the internet and your relationship, not only to people, but your relationship to doing things you love. Like you've written multiple books. You have a podcast network. You're always creating stuff. Maybe you could speak to this idea of relationships as currency. It is currency because it's it's co-creative energy, right? It, mm-hmm. Everything in our existence is energy. And even quantum physics agrees with this. You know, as much as people might sometimes look at, oh, spirituality and energy work and that kind yeah. of thing is maybe wooey-woo or something that they can't quite get their mind around, right? Like, it on a scientific level, it is absolutely true. Like, we're all just a bunch of electromagnetic photons vibrating at different frequencies, you know? <laughs> Like we are at a base level. We're all just quantum stuff floating around. We think we're so solid, but we're not, you know. So, again, it's it's understanding that energy is your true abundance and and that excitement and the passion and the love that you feel when you're interacting with people that you really enjoy interacting with. Being able to have these conversations that I find so interesting, you know, being able to be in that energetic space of what really lights you up. There's, you know. Is there a better abundance than that? You know, if I had a big fat pile of money fall on me right now, would it feel as good as it feels just to interact with people? You know, we think that it would, but really it's not. It just it's it's sort of a permission slip that we give ourselves that if you have enough money, then you can, you know, really explore an adventure in those energetic spaces if if you have that financial freedom. But it's like, no, you can do it right now and you can just watch the universe line things up so that you have more opportunities to do it because it will if you just you know stay in that energetic space yeah it's really well said it it seems for so long at least for me i'm like i'm almost 50 and so i feel like the way i was conditioned by society is to always have that dream like just out of place that carrot's hanging on that stick like just right up above you then you're always chasing it but at, at a certain point in life i think you get to this idea of like wait a minute I don't need to chase that because I already have everything I need. Like, mm-hmm. I'm able to create some cool things. I have my wife and my daughter in my life and they, they love me. It's beautiful. And they're like, right. oh, it's cool books. I'm talking to cool people. So if there's one thing I could tell people listening to this right now is that like, just stop chasing for a minute and realize you have it. Like you already have all the things you need in order to be successful, happy, curious, in love right. with yourself, right? Because it's all here and now, right? It's all right, available yeah. to you here and now. You know, you can you can look at it from the spiritual lens. You can look at it from the quantum physics scientific lens. And, 
the thing that I think is really fun and part of what I like to do in my writing is to to put a lot of those concepts together because they're not different so much as we think they are, right? Like it's an illusion that they're different. They agree on so many things. But I, I do think that that's true not to chase... I think it's a good thing to always have that next higher level because that is who we are sure. as beings, right? Like evolution is something that we absolutely came for as well, right? And you can't stop it. It's a, th it's a thing that's always going to happen. There's always going to be a next thing, a next step, a next idea. The thing is the chasing element, right? That the idea that you have to like, you know, bang that puzzle piece into place to make it work, to make it fit, to make it valid. Right. But you, you don't, it's, it's just allowing that energy to come up that, that, Oh, here, this would be a great idea. This would be a great next place. I'd like to be, just be excited about it. Be, be willing to explore what that energy is. And, and this is a space that I'm also in myself very much right now, trying not to have so many expectations mm. of what the end result or outcome looks like, because we have to remember, you know, from if you consider, you know, your higher self and your, your sort of human ego self, right? My human ego self has 37 years of experience and certainly in the world of humans, that is valid and that's fine. But it's nothing compared to what my higher self has access to in terms of information and moving parts and, and who are the right people for you to meet, the right moments for you to decide to leave the house to go to this or that place. I So, for example, I yesterday was talking to a friend of mine and she had put like little tattoos on her fingers and sent me a picture and some of they were like little cheeseburgers and fries and it was cute. <laughs> And I was like, well, now I need a cheeseburger and fries that is like, I know this is not a healthy thing, but like, guess what? I have a hankering for it. I'm going to follow that instinct. And I so I like went to go get myself a cheeseburger. I'm at the drive through and the lady who's at the drive through window has these um, she's wearing a hat that's got Jack Skellington on it. And I love Nightmare Before Christmas. And I have Sally Stitches tattoos on my left arm. And I showed her my tattoos. And I'm like, oh, you know, get excited. She shows me her arm full of all these Tim Burton tattoos. And I get to talking to her about Tim Burton because we both love Tim Burton. And mm -hmm. I ended up, I have these little postcards that I do of abstract art. I also do abstract art. And I put like my QR code on it. And it's kind of like a little calling card thing that I have to like put up places or leave places. And I said, you know, I think we just had such a nice interaction and I really think the universe wanted me to give you this. And it's just a little piece of art and you can, you know, check out my podcast if you want, but it's just a little piece of art for you. You take it. She's like, oh, that made my day. That's so great. And it was just such a really lovely interaction. Mm -hmm. And so from this, this seemingly unimportant and seemingly really unhealthy and not good thing for me to do, go get myself a cheeseburger and fries, Right. But from from this impulse that I had that my brain says, no, that's not good for your body and that's not good for you and you shouldn't do it. I ended up still having this really lovely interaction with this person. And maybe that's not going to equate to dollars in the bank, of course. Right. But it was a great energetic space for me to experience. And it's, again, having expectations of what outcomes are supposed to be or what impulses you have are valid and are going to take mm -hmm. you into something good. You know, you we have to let go of some of those definitions and some of those expectations and really allow our higher self, you know, God source the universe, call it whatever, yeah. by whatever terminology you're comfortable with, you know, allow life to show you really good things in because 
even just things like that, I'm always so grateful for. I'm like, I, I love having such nice interactions with people. I love having happy interactions with people, with strangers that you just meet in your day to day life. And, you know, so again, just allowing the abundance of that joyful energy to show itself to you in whatever way is possible and not necessarily needing it to look a certain way in order for you to say, okay, well, that was abundance or that was valid or that was whatever, you know, there's, there's good and there's joyful something to be found everywhere if you're looking for it. It's so true. It's so true. I, who doesn't love a cheeseburger and fries? Like it's, oh, it's I life changing. Mean- You know, we did, again, we came to this human experience for all the things it has to offer. And sometimes that is a burger and fries. Yeah. And it's a great thing. I mean, there's a reason SpongeBob is, is so popular, right? Like who doesn't want a Krabby Patty on a Saturday? Yeah, exactly. Do you have a, like a certain spot where you get all your tattoos done or do you have like a certain artist or do you like go to different artists or how does that work for you? I've kind of been all over with the with my tattoos. Um, I did meet a lady. <clears throat> this is again some of those synchronistic things, right? So I'm I went in to get a tattoo. I have a Batman logo tattoo because I love Batman um, on my right arm, and I went in to get it. And the gal that I was working with, who was you know helping me design it and doing the tattoo, she's a knitter, and I'm a knitter, and I dyed yarn at the time, and ended up essentially trading her some of my hand dyed yarn for the tattoo. So like, again, the idea of abundance comes in so many forms. You know, I didn't end up needing cash money to get this. And I ended up getting another tattoo from her the same way. Do like trading a tattoo for yarn. Right. And so it's, again, these wonderful synchronicities can happen when you're open to them, you know, and, but I, so I don't necessarily always go the same places but uh you know i am one of those people that's a little bit addicted to the the tattooing i i do want more you know so it's it's one of those things once it's another art form right and once you start you start looking at yourself as well look at all this white space i have left look at all this canvas that i haven't covered yet you know yeah it's so like therapeutic in a way, and especially when you find someone that you think is a good artist, you have something in common with, you know, if you're going to, you're going to mm. be with this person for maybe, I don't know, 20 oh. minutes, maybe an hour, maybe 10 hours, maybe, maybe you're going to be with them right. for like three days. Right. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking like, I don't know, three hours sets in, you're kind of numb and you're going to like this ritual in some ways. And you're like, Oh my God, yeah. this artist is working with me to help create. I'm going to wear their art forever. Like that's how much it's, it's so intimate in a way, right? It really is. And that's uh, that's kind of a fun way to look at it, right? Like it, when you get into tattoos and things like that too, like there's almost a sort of altered state of consciousness yes. that yep. you sort of, right? Like as much as there is a sort of physical pain element to it, like there there's something in that, right? Like the, the adrenaline your body creates and the kind of serotonin, the excitement, right? And it does get you into a sort of, like I said, an altered state of consciousness almost. Right. And when you can sort of tune into that, the, again, the artistry of who's working with you. And if you can really create a great connection there, there's something that's really, every time you see that tattoo, you're going to think of that. And, and it's, it's like, you're, you're wearing that art forever, but you're also wearing that energy forever. Right. Wonderful. That's Mm -hmm. such a beautiful way to say it because it changes you on some level. You know, and then that's why I encourage everybody who's 
thinking about getting a big piece, like take time to think about the piece that you want because it's with you forever and it speaks to you and it speaks for you. People mm-hmm. look at you and be like, oh, what is that right there? It can be the best right. conversation in the world or it could be the the, the piece that, that people get afraid of. And that's all right too, but it's it's interesting to think about like what it means to have something put on your body, like a companion forever. Mm-hmm. Well... What do you think? Forever, forever to to a certain degree, right? Because we sure. all have to remember this human form is the temporary form that we take, right? Yes. And yeah. so there's a little bit of also remembering to to enjoy the the fun of it, right? Like having that sort of childlike playtime about it, right? Like yeah. who wasn't a kid and and didn't like get the markers out and draw on yourself, you know? <laughs> who who didn't do that? And, and so that is very true. And I, you know. For me, I guess with my tattoos, they're they're all pieces of my personality, right? And yeah. in a very big way. And it, and it's it's kind of fun when you can sort of look back. So like my first tattoo that I got, I was 18 and it was well, I can get a tattoo if I want yeah. to. Yeah. Right? And there's a certain amount of me that still looks at that tattoo and like maybe it's not necessarily something that you know, I would maybe do it differently now. But there's still that, like, yeah. remember that you have that little rebel in you. Like, remember yeah. to honor that part of you that that was really excited to do something just because you could, you yeah. know, that that sort of playfulness. And so there's there's a lot of your personality that, you know, that I think you're building to when, when you select these things and when you choose to get a tattoo. Like, it's there's just there is so much fun to it for me, you know, and I do think that you can it like you said, you know, you can get something that is like scary. But then that's for the people who yeah. like they want to frighten people. They like I they I want to be scary. I like that energy of you looking at me and thinking I'm a freak. Like <laughs> some people some people are into that. And who am I to say that that's not valid? If it's valid for you, then that's what you're meant to be doing. Go for it. You know, Everything in the infinite multiverse is valid, is available, and and is meant to be there because diversity is what makes a thriving ecosystem. (laughs) What do you think about tattoos as signaling our personality for others to see? And like you said, as we grow older, like our idea of who we are changes. Mm -hmm. But on some level, like the tattoo is signaling to other people, maybe a potential partner like, this is who I am. This is what I like. This is what I'm into. Like for you, like you've mentioned that. So you have the dark night and then the nightmare before Christmas. Like what, like, it sounds to me like you have a rebellious streak in you. Like there's something oh, I that do. <laughs> I have, I have very minute. much the antagonist sort of right. um, adversarial energy to me a lot. And I think that, <laughs> You know, it's a fun thing to explore when you when you yeah. get to this space of like, okay, I chose to be this human, this avatar, this person on this planet at this time. And, and you know, there are moments, of course, that we all have where we're going, you know, damn, this human experience. Why did I do this to myself? This is so hard. Why have I, why did mm-hmm. I choose this kind of thing? But I I think that to a certain degree, I selected a little bit of my personality and a little bit of where I grew up. I grew up in a very conservative area, very conservative mm-hmm. family and ideas. I think that for me, it's like, okay, plant the seed of, of, of a shakeup, plant the seed of a shift of energy, plant the seed of newer, bigger, more expansive ideas in a place where 
maybe the energy or the thought processes or paradigms have been a bit stuck or a bit slow to shift and change and evolve. And that maybe that's why I planted myself where I did, that I wanted to connect to a space that needed some help shaking up and shifting. And so for me, yeah, there's a little bit of that, again, adversarial energy, that sort of the rebel, the black sheep, the the hierophant, if you will, you know, that sort of maybe, right? Like maybe the ideas that you've been following for such a very long time aren't serving you as much as you think they are. And maybe exploring some new things would be valuable for you, you know, and sure that comes in the form of, again, some things that might seem spooky or scary or or weird or strange but i think it's a valuable thing to add that energy into a space that needs it right so and and i do yeah i have i mean like i have a beetlejuice tattoo that i designed myself on my it's a sandworm and it says beetlejuice 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 so like there's a lot of things about my tattoos also that like this is where my creative brain is if it's supernatural if it's weird if it's strange if it's extraterrestrial if it's anything out in the the weird wild world that's that's what i'm about and you know it is i think it is a fun thing and i i think of it too like when you said signaling to a partner or to people or or to whatever this is who i am i i see that also in the podcasts and and in my writing and in my art you know put these things out and like you want to get to know me you want to know if you enjoy spending time with me go watch my podcast listen to me talk there's things out there that you can you know here's who I am. Here's what I think about all day. If you want to know more about it, you know, it's out there for you to learn about kind of thing, you know? So, and, and maybe there's a part of me that hopes that takes some of the effort and work out of, you know, meeting the right people to some degree, right? Just like, Hey, here's me and here's my energy and the people that are into that come on over, <laughs> you know? So yeah, again, I don't do. chase attract. Yeah. Yeah. It's really well said. And it, it speaks volumes of, in my opinion, I think it speaks volumes of how beautiful a person can be when they're willing to be vulnerable and put all their creations out there and believe in what they do wholeheartedly and continue to hone who they are and and put things out there for people. And you do a lot of it. Like, I want to just talk a little bit about the Frankie's podcast network. Like I know mm-hmm. lots of people have different podcasts, but you have like seven different podcasts. Like, can you tell me a little bit about that strategy and how that came to be? That is my, I'm going to blame my Sagittarius fire sign energy uh, that okay. I just like have a lot of creativity and a lot of ideas. And yeah. I, I will snag you out of the ether and say, start a podcast with me. Cause it'll be fun and you'll love it. <laughs> Let's go on this wild ride. It's going to be great. So there's a little bit of that that kind of has sparked it. But honestly, it's, again, sort of the universe lining up dominoes in just the most divine way. So, you know, I do work a day yeah. job right now on top of yeah all the things that I'm doing. Um, I do still get sleep amazingly. I'm not sure how. It just sort of, again, you got to follow your highest joy in the moment and find mm-hmm. the times to rest and find the times to act. Yep. But in my day job, I, I met someone and I was just so I'm starting a new podcast with my friend Sage, Sage the <laughs> Intern. Nice. What's up, Sage? Yeah. And so it's Sage, the intern. She's so she big difference between like big age gap. She's 22. I'm 37. She's she is an intern right now at this at the job I'm working at. And 
the so it's kind of the the fun of what we're doing is sort of exploring things, learning about new things. Like Sage the intern, what are we learning about today? You know, what do we want to talk about today? You know, this human experience, we're all interns just learning as we go. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of exploring that idea a little bit. But what what we were talking about and what was interesting was I have no reason outside of this job that we work together to have met you. We're we're in very different spaces. We're in very different parts of our life journey, we, you know, different ages. She's finishing college right now. You know, we are in very, very different spaces, but we have the best conversations. We have the most fun conversations. We come up with some of the most fun ideas when we're chatting together. And we love like so many of the same, you know, exploring consciousness and, and the multiverse and, and the possibilities and, and weird stories that are out there that can can show that maybe this reality is not as solid as we think it is. Right. But there's no reason outside of this day job that that in my mind, right, my human self yeah. says, this is not aligned to what my true purpose is. And this isn't where I'm meant to be right now. I'm, you know, but without that, I would not have met her. There, there's, again, it, it's that divine timing, that divine alignment that just because I think that this is not aligned to me right now, doesn't mean that it's not a stepping stone, doesn't mean that there's not something really valuable in it that the universe wanted me to be here to find, right? And, and so it's, in and of itself, just the fact that I'm starting that is super exciting for me, right? And 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 in a lot of ways, that's kind of how a lot of them started. You know, my my fictional podcast, yeah. I started writing short stories because. So this is kind of a little bit fun for for me, yeah, I guess. Um, so like just before the pandemic started, right? I had just moved into my house. I was, you know, started a new job. It was kind of a like starting over life situation for me I know it. in a lot yeah. of ways yeah. and I had a friend from high school reach out to me I hadn't written in a very long time I, I had been very you know I was working I was doing the life things that we yeah. kind of get caught up in as humans yeah. and I had a friend reach out to me from high school wanted my address to send me a Christmas card and just said asked me are you still writing and it seems yeah it seems so really cool. silly to me now but in the moment, my thought was, oh, yeah, I used to really like to write. Why don't I write anymore? And so I started doing these short stories as a um, there were some like writing competitions contests that I was just looking to enter. And these stories kind of all as I was writing them for different contest prompts, like they sort of went together. It was like, oh, this is <laughs> these are, this here's this character. And it's it's kind of interesting to me that the more that I write, the more it really is a sort of, it's, a, it's like a channeling situation. Yeah. You know, these characters are revealing themselves to me. These ideas and these places and these concepts are revealing themselves to me. And it's fun for me to watch how the, you know, again, following that thread and putting that puzzle together and, and not always having the full pieces of the picture until you know you get to another milestone and you can look back and say oh i understand why that had to happen that way and, and had to be that way so i and it's it my podcast network and my writing and, and the abstract art that i do it's it's all it's really an exploration journey that i have been on that just keeps growing and expanding because that's what it's doing on its own it's kind of like letting a flower bloom in its own good time right and just kind of watching it happen and being amazed at like oh i didn't know it was going to be this color i didn't know the petals were going to look like this i didn't know that you know these were the kind of you know it's going to attract honeybees very cool like so it's <laughs> I, it is a lot there's a lot of things that i'm doing but it's again it's really great because it just keeps growing in ways that 
I didn't expect. And, and, and I'm very much in that space right now where I'm like, let it expand to where it's meant to go to where it's meant to be. I'm here to follow it. I'm, I'm here to explore the energy and I'm just really so excited that things are, you know, going well again in ways that, that I didn't anticipate. It's amazing to me to think that after that long, like that, that's how much you influence, you should, I'm super stoked on your friend that called and said that, like, I wish more friends would call and mention things to people that they admired about. I'm like, your, your writing touched because, that person and they wanted to tell you about it. Well, and isn't it just, it's, it's another one of those, like, isn't the universe just so perfect how it just yeah. kind of knocks at the door just, Hey, hi, remember yeah. your authentic true self who really mm -hmm. likes to be creative. She'd like to come play with you a little bit like, <laughs> Oh, Oh, that's right. Hi. Hi, that version of me. Yeah. Which is kind of a little bit with my adventures of Abernathy Franklin, like Abernathy Franklin discovers that she can travel the cosmos and with her heart chakra energy, will herself into any time space reality and continuously is running into alternate versions of herself. And it's a fun exploration for me because it really is that all of these different versions of versions of Abernathy Franklin are versions of me. Right. Like there's the me who's who's a little bit nervous and scared and thinks that this is all a little bit crazy. And and then there is like where the Frankie comes from. That's where Frankie's podcast network and my Frankie 411 podcast. Frankie is a version of Abernathy Franklin, who is the most highly consciously evolved version of Abernathy Franklin. She's the most experienced with mm -hmm. traveling the cosmos. She's the most experienced with the nature of reality and how this existence really works. But she doesn't. She doesn't show it in the sense of, you know, the way that we as humans think of of what makes you credentialed, right? Like she's not poised per like she's constantly <laughs> snacking and looking for what is the new food she can grab and and taste and like just has such such an attitude of being supremely unconcerned with what happens and just so enjoying everything that does happen. And to, to a certain degree, I like to think of that as being my higher self, right? Yeah. Like the best version yep. of me is the version of me who so trusts my reality and my universe that I can just sit back and enjoy and allow things to flow. And so it is a fun exploration for me, too, that it's it's a self-exploration in a lot of ways that, you know, I'm writing these different versions of Abernathy Franklin that are versions of me that I'm trying to get to know a little better. I love it. I love it. It's such a positive message too for people to to take part in. And I think that that might be why the level of success that you've currently had and the level of success that you're about to have is is incredible. Like the fact that it's you can so create exciting. something. Yeah, like what you're creating. Like you're allowing others to participate in a dream. Like that, that that's pretty amazing if you think about that. That is Oh, that's just such I love that you said it that way, because I it's so fun for me. And I really I say this to a lot of people that I interact with, um, because I do have fun playing with like dreams yeah. and this like, you know, the sort of this waking dream and then our dreams and our sleep that we, you know, we think that they're separate and one is real and one is not. And it's all about our definitions. Right. But I always tell people, like, if you ever see me in your my friends, my family and, and if I don't care if you're a stranger. If you see me in your dreams, get my attention. Try to get my attention. Like, let's play around in the dream world. Like, there's got to be a way. And I'm so it's again, like ideas of 
Yeah. I know it sounds like science fiction to a lot of people, but man, that's the kind of thing that I am looking for that experience in this human life, the magical, the mystical, the transcendent, like somewhere in here, I know that there is a way to experience these wild things that I write about, you know? So I, I do love that you put it that way because I absolutely, yes, please come and play in this dream with me. I think it's going to be such a fun playground. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's, like how, how sometimes I come up with really wild ideas mm-hmm. and the closest thing that I have gotten to translate those wild ideas or, or like to live as another character, as another person. Like the first time I was able to do that was like on a giant dose of mushrooms. And like, I think there's oh, something yeah. to be said. <laughs> No, listen, there is so, so much value to breaking your brain just a little bit. There really is because, you know, the the limitations we have are entirely in our belief structures. The prisons that you believe you are in are, are ones that you have created for yourself. And if you can get some plant medicines that can shift you out of that and say, Hey, right. hi, there's possibilities outside of that little box you've been living in. Would mm-hmm. you like to see some of them? Mm-hmm. Yes, I very much would like to see some of them, please. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. it. I, I love the way you said it earlier, too, about the universe bringing back this other version of you. And you're like, hey, remember mm-hmm. them? Hey, remember remember young George over here? Yeah. Bring back in a little bit. Come on, your little George. Remember how little home. Georgie liked to play and have fun? Remember? Love you it. know, maybe you want to do that just a little bit because maybe he's got some really fun, wild ideas for you that you could take and run with. Yeah. And that's something that's really exciting too. you know, again, in this exploration of different versions of myself, yeah. you know, I like to sort of play that game of like, OK, where's where's future Haley? Yeah, where is Good this? Word. Hi, let's channel future Haley who has figured out this or that component of what I'm doing. Like, hey, future Haley, I have this great idea. How did you do it? Right? Because there's a version of you that's done it. There's a version of you in the multiverse somewhere. And and again, call it what you want. But there is a version of you who has completed all these things that you think if you completed, you would be whole. Yeah. Well, so channel that energy. Channel that person. Be whole now. Be that person now. And, you know, that's, again, it's the space that I'm in of, having the patience with yourself, having some more gentleness with yourself and saying, you know, you didn't come here to figure it all out. You came here to witness it happen, right? You did. So let your higher self orchestrate this great movie for you that you want to watch, that you wanted to see. Like you bought the ticket to the theater in this human realm and you wanted to see the play play out. Watch it. You know, allow life to surprise you in some really delightful ways. I do think, you know, I don't know. I do have some stories we could talk if you wanted to talk plant medicine, but. I would love to. Let's hear one. So the first time that I ever experienced mushrooms. Okay. um, I so didn't know what to expect. Not something that I had ever done before. Definitely, again, grew up in conservative space, was not like. Had to be afraid of those things, right? Because mm-hmm. they were going to turn you into a, a psychotic person or whatever. <laughs> I, But I do remember I was I was sitting, I was, I was with my sister and a friend of hers. And we all awesome. like got together to do it together as a like, you know, because none of us ever had. And so it was right. kind of a like, 
let's make ourselves a nice safe environment and let's Smart. do this together. And, you know, interesting how we were all having very different experiences, but there's a lot of things I can look back at now. So for example, at one point I was upstairs, I was sitting in a chair and I'm staring at my sister's PS4 game controller <laughs> and I can't find the word for it. And I'm like, I don't, I can't name, I can't name that. And I'm, I'm kind of looking around the room and I, I'm like, okay, find something that you know the name of it. Find like, I was like, I lost my words. I lost language. I like, I'm looking at the lamp yeah. in the corner and I'm like, I know what that thing is, but I don't know what it's called. And I was freaking out. And so <laughs> I went downstairs to like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to shower. And like, that was the thing that I thought <laughs> I was going to fix it. Right. And I remember at the time, at the job I was working at the time, we had a, a new boss coming in and I was kind of nervous because he was like this kind of big wig dude from DC who was coming mm. in to be the, the new branch chief guy that I was going to be supporting. But in my state on mushrooms, just as I was freaking out and losing my language, I went, oh my God, it doesn't matter. This is, we just make this up. This is all just made up. I'm just making all of this up as I go and it yeah. doesn't matter. There's no reason for me to be. And I remember honestly being in the shower and, and having a moment where I was like, this is how people break their brains and end up in institutions. Who is going to take care of my dogs? Like who's going to take care of my house? Just freaking out. But then I went upstairs mm -hmm. and my sister and her friend had ordered Chinese food and I had, and I had the most delicious Chinese food and life was good again. And it was just, it's such a great thing to shift yeah. yourself out of all of the ideas and definitions that you've had right. of yourself for so long and recognize, oh, I can redefine myself if I want. I can play a new character if I want mm -hmm. to. I can choose to be a different energy, a different person who does different things. You know, we do have that free will as humans. You get to do that. Yeah. And I, I you know... It's an ongoing process. It's a journey. It, I have my moments every day that it's more terrifying that my thoughts create my reality than it is empowering, right? Mm -hmm. But you, it, it really is then, it, it does become, okay, if this is all just something that we're making up as we go, mm -hmm. right? If reality right. is based on definitions and what I experience is based on my own subjective thoughts and feelings, right? Mm -hmm. It really is just a matter of focus. It's it's a matter of, you know, reminding yourself, I can choose to feel the feelings I prefer to feel. I can choose the energy of joy. I can choose the energy of being open to positive outcomes, even if my external circumstances do not, you know, organize themselves in a way that anyone else watching would say is positive. Because, right, we, and it's, it's, I think that's a really useful thing too when it comes to plant medicines is that yeah. you start to recognize there's something internal that can be your guidepost and your compass. It Your validation does not come from the external world, right? You get to choose yeah. what validates you. You get to choose what you validate in your external experience. And it really does. It just it becomes just a matter of of focusing and and so like okay, my intention is is this kind of energy and to be this kind of person. When I find myself getting caught in loops of old paradigms and old yeah. versions of who I used to be, just reminder, it, you know, it's like training an animal. 
right? Like, mm-hmm. nope, we got to we keep focusing where we prefer to be. We just got to keep shifting ourselves into that positive mindset. We can do this. We've got yeah. this. So, you know, I don't want anybody to think that I am some perfect guru that I that I have, you know, any better idea what I'm doing in this human ride than you do. I do not. But I'm very excited about the possibilities of what I can do and what we can do collectively. You know, and so that's one of the things that I think is really exciting about meeting new people in this realm is if you can focus your energy and your attention on a on a on a goal, on something that you want to see, where can we really take it? Like, what are the 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 highest possibilities and potentialities that we can experience as humans? And that's something that I think is really exciting. Yeah, for sure. Right, I know that was a long little awesome. plant medicine rant. It was it's amazing. I. And I, I see this theme, it's happened to me and so many people I know, is that there's this thing we bump up against in language and you start realizing things and it's scary, you know, and, and maybe you can help me understand why it's scary, but it's like when you begin to realize that everything around you has a name that you were told that it is, I think on some level you begin to think, oh my God, all my thoughts aren't mine or a lot of them aren't. When you start realizing this is a lamp, that's a television it's a fun that? it's a fun little game to play isn't it so it and it's, you know as a writer it's kind of an interesting you know dual paradigm to hold that this idea that you know i'm trying to create new worlds with my yeah. words and my writing and yet words and language are so very limited because they are yeah. they're they're very limited because you know sure you can call that a bookshelf behind you but if that bookshelf had its own sentience and and potentialities of self-reflection and being able to talk to you about itself what would it call itself it's not going to call itself a bookshelf you know just because you give it that name doesn't mean that's what it thinks just because you call a dog a dog doesn't mean that that's how it thinks of itself right and it's it's interesting that we as humans have that sort of well we are sentient and self-aware and so we're the ones who know what things are and, and get to label things and it's such right it's such a it's kind of like measuring time and distance and volumes. We we yeah. we want to put categories and and labels on things so that we can understand them. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a it's a sort of duality, right? You have to recognize that it is all made up. You have to recognize that the energy of something does not necessarily you can't always it the word or the label for something is just a representation of that energy. Right. And even if you think of abundance, it's the same thing. Dollars are Mm -hmm. a representation of abundance. They're not abundance. Money is not abundance. It's a symbolic representation of abundance. Right. And so it's the reason it's scary is because we're so comfortable with structure and we're so comfortable with what's familiar. And if you go into that space in that realm of just because you call this this word doesn't make it that thing. It's just something you use to try to describe what the thing is. But you can't, <laughs> with language, get the essence or isness of anything, of anyone. Mm-hmm. The isness. Right? <laughs> right? That's that. what it, it, yes. It's the isness. That's what, yeah. that's what we are. You, you know, even your own name. That's a label you were given by your parents. You know, those are words that your parents gave to call you. And, you know, we as humans, we attach our identity to so many things that are just labels, just words, just just things that are meant to try to define and explain an energy or an isness. But you really can't. You have to experience it energetically, vibrationally, because that's the true nature of our universe is energy and vibration. And 
So it is an interesting sort of game that we play as humans that, you know, let's name it and label it and put it in a nice pretty little box and then we can put it on a shelf and understand it and then it's valid and then, and then we feel comfortable and we feel safe. Yeah. yeah. I heard a story one time that was, um, I think it was Terrence McKenna explaining something about language and he, he used the idea of a hummingbird and he goes, you know, imagine being a child and this colorful winged beast flies into your room and it's all magical and you're just staring at it like, look at this thing, it's yeah. so crazy. And then your parent comes and goes, that's a hummingbird, George. It's a hummingbird. Like they've just taken away all the magic and given you this neat little box to put it in. And now, now you no longer have that wait, I think it's a winged yeah. beast called a fligatabish, you know, or yeah. wh whatever. <laughs> and you could Shakespeare make up your own words that are yes. just as valid as any other words, as long yes. as it makes sense to you. Right. You know, that's something that I think. I, I love that you talk about that because I, I kind of think about this with with kids sometimes in general that yes. like, you know, yeah. I don't have kids. I'm not, uh, you know, motherhood's not something that like is part of my ambition in this life, but. I, I think that sometimes when you define it, it's, I think, isn't the ancient Vedas, not a Brahma. If you name me, you negate me. Right. And it's true that this, as soon as you give something a label or a definition, you remove all the possibilities of all the other things that it could be. And it, it works the same way, not just in the magic with kids, but in how you tell them how they're separate and different from one another. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you when you look at behaviors of, of, of maybe some, you know, kids that might have maybe be on the spectrum or, or supposedly have ADHD or, or, or whatever the medical community says is wrong with them. That really isn't. They just understand so much more innately than we do that the systems and structures that are in place are not actually useful to humans anymore. We've evolved yeah. beyond them and we need to create new things. But, you know, if you tell if you tell a kid that oh, that kid who's acting out or behaving this or that way, that's a bad kid. That's a, you know, you, you label them in bad yeah. ways too and you give them definitions of, of things that are, you create fearful definitions, right? Mm -hmm. So not just removing the magic, but removing the connectivity and the compassion that is innate within children, right? And I think that's something that is, it's useful to have conversations like this so that we in the adult world can sort of remember a little bit of that childlike purity and innocence, yeah. you know, the playfulness, the why not love everyone? We're all connected. I don't know any different that you're different than me until somebody told me that you were, right? I don't know that you're someone I should or should not play with until someone told me that, you know, trying to undo that human conditioning and undo those definitions and, recognize that every now moment is a new moment is a new opportunity is it is a new perspective available if you choose to be open to it right and yeah. and that's who we were when we came right that's how you start as kids until we all talk ourselves out of you know being excited and, and playful and open yeah yeah I, I think first off i you should do a podcast about education like i'm just going to throw that out there because you have a really interesting way of seeing the world and and children and i don't know like where did that come from Haley? like how how do you know so much about education and youth have you studied that or like what does that come from personal experience or does that come well from there is a version of there's a version of me who almost went into teaching so i did do mm -hmm. some like student teaching I and things see. like that okay um, that makes sense but 
uh, you know, it's, it's again, the universe has brought me the right opportunities to be able to see certain things and explore certain yeah. ideas. And, I, you know, it's kind of interesting how like, from where I sit yeah. now, you know, perspective, it's always the hindsight is 2020. From where sure. I sit now, it becomes a bit interesting to see all of these things that, again, I think have been so misaligned with my true purpose that really end up fitting together so well and helping me to have these perspectives and these understandings. I mean, I think a lot of it is just my own curiosity and exploration. Yeah. Like, I have always been very curious. I've always, like, I science documentaries, nature documentaries, you know, any any information that's available, I'm very interested in it. But then that's what's kind of fun about, again, the creative side, the writing side, the, the consciousness exploration side mm -hmm. is, okay, here's all this, yes, educational things, these science things, these human measurements that we have created, right? These quantify and name and label. And it's fun. And I've always been good at like rote memorization and information gathering and things <laughs> like that. It's been natural for me. But then it, it again, you know, break your brain and shift it. Well, those things are all actually only true if you adhere to believing that they are true. Yeah. They they can absolutely become nothing and not true and not valid if you choose this other reality where the opposite is the case, you know. Yeah. And so it is, I, I guess for me, a lot of it is that curiosity. And I think I'm going to say probably I get a lot of it. I'm going to say from my dad and my grandma. Um <laughs> both of whom are now watching me from the other side of the veil. And I yeah. so appreciate the assistance that they're giving me in the new ways that they are able to. Um, but like my dad was always like big into nature and, and astronomy. And it's kind of one of the things that I wish I could hook up with him in my dreams and ask him, where did you learn all about the stars? Because mm -hmm. you barely graduated high school, but you always knew when there was going to be an eclipse before the internet <laughs> and the news was the thing. Like always knew where, like that's Jupiter, that's Venus, that's this constellation. How did you know that? Like, where did that come from? And even that in and of itself is such a fun exploration for me to have. Like, you know, dad, did you have, were you tapped into something that you didn't talk about because you weren't supposed to talk about it? Is that where some of this comes from in me? You know? Sure. And so that's something that's interesting for me. Like my grandma, big into angels and fairies. <laughs> she was someone who who wrote stories and, and did art and about angels and fairies. And Sometimes, again, I wish I could talk to you in a dream, Grandma, because now I'm starting to think that you like you really did believe and that you put it in the frame of fiction in the same way that I do, because that's how you can present it to people in a way that they're able to accept it and approach it. Right. Like, here's all these magical things that we can experience in the world and consciousness, all these possibilities. And a lot of people have a difficult time undoing the human conditioning that yeah. allows them to be open to it. And that's what I want to do with my fiction, right, is you incorporate all these big concepts of quantum physics, of science, of expansive consciousness and spirituality, but in a way that is fun, that is storytelling, that mm -hmm. is something that people can approach easily and more playfully so that it's, you know, not everyone can, can watch the spiritual sort of documentary things, right? Like not everyone's going right. to be drawn to that. How do you bring them into these concepts and these energetic ideas, right? Again, when you think like language versus energy, yep. how do you get people interested in going down that rabbit hole of self-discovery and self-awakening in a way that's not just bashing them over the head with information, <laughs> right? And so yeah. that's what I, that's what I is kind of a goal too of, of the creating and the podcast explorations is 
can you bring this to people in a way that they can hear it? Like, because you never know. And that's the thing that I talk about on the podcast too. You never know what voice is going to be the right voice for someone that they needed to hear. Maybe they've heard the message before. Maybe they've gotten that information before, but for whatever reason, it didn't resonate. Your voice might be the voice that resonates with them. So whatever thing you have that you have to put out into the world that you think, well, everybody else is doing this or plenty of people have written books, plenty of people have podcasts, plenty of people are doing art. Yeah, sure. But your specific creativity exists in you because there's someone out there who's looking for it. There's someone out there who you're the one whose voice is what gets to them and what helps them grow themselves. And you never know when that's going to happen. So, you know, being open to always being your authentic self and just putting things out there because I wouldn't have that divine spark that told me to create it and put it out there if there wasn't a place for it. Right. Because again, nature is harmonious and, and puts things together perfectly. And as humans, I think we forget a lot of times that we are still nature. Mm -hmm. And if we allow ourselves to be our authentic self, that is how you put the most good out into the thriving ecosystem of humanity. If, if it's something in you that you feel passionate and excited about, then that's who you are. And that's the role you were supposed to play. You know, like a squirrel is a squirrel because the squirrel does squirrel things. Yeah. Right. And a tree is a tree and, and birds and bees, they all have their place. They all have their role. They don't, they don't think about, you know, a squirrel's not going to say, well, I need to just drop this and learn how to be a butterfly for a little while. Right. Like, this is not like, but that's what we do as humans to ourselves. No, you should be an accountant and you need to get a practical <laughs> job and you need to do this or that thing. No, the thing that really yeah. lights you up is is the place that you are meant to have in the ecosystem of humanity. And it has a value even if other people don't necessarily recognize it right away. And even if you yourself don't get a chance to see it. You know, if you put a message out there and it really resonates with someone, you might not know that you've helped someone. But again, put it out there and do it because someone out there needs it if you have that joy in you that says to do it. And you don't have to know what the highest outcome is, right? Because again, we as humans, my little mind can only put together the things I've experienced so far, right? Be open to the possibilities of the things that you haven't experienced coming to fruition, right? And, and be open to the possibility that the creativity and the things that you put out into the world are changing lives in ways that maybe you don't get to see, but they're still changing lives. Like, you never know when you saved somebody from a really bad day. You never know when you shifted someone's mindset. And it's, it's, it's that, that idea, again, of, like, understand you have inherent value because you exist. Even if you don't see the sort of, you know, human-validated ways <laughs> that, that, it, that, you know, it, that it's valuable, doesn't mean that it's not valuable. And that's yeah. something... Um, so that's another one of the series that I'm writing a book I'm trying to finish right now to put out. Um, it's called Straight from Death, Existence as Told by the Grim Reaper Herself. So, again, adversarial, right? Like, you gotta... Yeah. So, yeah. Death is telling stories of her favorite soul collections. Mm. And all of the stories at the outset are a bit morbid, a bit sad. Like one of them is a sort of Romeo and Juliet thwarted love story where the male counterpart becomes a cult leader and, and sets all of his congregation on fire in the church, <laughs> right? Like really horrific things. But then at the end of it, when death comes to collect these people and, do and does a life review with them, they're able to see 
the value and the beauty in the existence that they had, the effect that they had on those around them, the ways that human consciousness evolved and shifted and changed because of who they were and the role that they played when they came to this human theater, right? And so it's, again, that, that idea of just because something looks a certain way by standard definitions doesn't mean that there's not something beautiful and value in it, valuable in it to be taken away, right? And it doesn't mean that the experience didn't somehow in some way add to the expansion of evolution of human consciousness of the universe of all that is, right? So uh, it's, again, those ideas that I really love exploring. The the We de define certain things as good or bad in you know, positive or negative in, in very sort of cut and dried ways. And I think we need to remember that we get to define what is, there's really no such thing as yep. good or bad or good or evil. It's wanted and unwanted, preferred and not preferred to your specific self for what is right for you, who you are. And that's all that there really is. And if you can get right within yourself and, and be comfortable with that, I think it gets to a place where, you're more comfortable letting other people be who they are and not needing to exert something over them to change them, their perspectives or their mindset. But just to, to say your experience in your journey is, is a hundred percent valid where it is just because I don't understand it doesn't mean that it, right. that it's not something that is meant to be experienced. Right. Yeah. But everything is available on the buffet line in the multiverse. You just, you know, put the things on your plate that you actually want. If you try it and don't like it, you don't have to eat it. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm really thankful for your grandmother and your father. Me they, they had those things that, you know, were that you have and probably other people in your family, have, probably your sister and your mom have. And what, what, yeah. No, it's interesting that, it's funny, I've seen myself as a black sheep in a lot of ways, but now I'm starting to recognize that that black sheep energy is a little bit of, I go after the things that are possible and I, I do, you know, kick at the system or kick at what's expected mm -hmm. of me. Yep. And I know it's not liked because they want to do it, right? Yeah. It's, it's, so I have actually been, and it's interesting because I've not always had a great relationship with my mom. It's been a very sort of interesting mm learning process and i'm sure that i selected that for myself for a purpose as well sure but i have been encouraging her to write children's books because she's said a few like she's tried to tell me that i should write children's books and i'm like that's just really not where i'm at and i'm like you should write children's books and she started giving me because she was giving me these ideas i'm like <laughs> if you have these creative ideas go create it like go write these down i will help you figure out finding artists i know how to self-publish uh, right. these books like i will help you to like write these kid stories and and she's kind of coming around to that right so again the idea that i've seen myself as sort of an adversary but it's really more of an energy of let me point out to you the ways that you're blocking yourself from exploring things that might be really joyful for you and that might really be things that you do have to offer the world you know, so it's it's an interesting, again, interesting exploration to kind of see where that that's going. And it's kind of fun for me to kind of nudge her like, are you writing those kids books? Are you like, yeah, I'm writing down ideas. And so, yeah, you know, I do think that I, I do. I appreciate I appreciate so many of the people that are in my life that maybe I've previously looked at as again, you see them as a problem. You see them as the reason that you conditioned yourself to not believe in yourself. but 
there there is still something there to be there's still a treasure chest to be found right if you dig beneath the the surface yeah. level oh this person always you know didn't believe in me enough or told me that i should do this or you know i think sometimes when you expect everyone else to be your cheerleader you forget that maybe they need you to be a cheerleader in some ways you know like you can look at the conditioning of human society and say like it's keeping me down it's keeping me imprisoned it's it's holding me back or you can look at it and say oh maybe i was i was here and i came here to be the chisel that starts knocking that down right like it's again that idea of am i a victim or am i empowered to create my own reality and it's it, the empowerment comes from the perspective you choose to have of whatever is the circumstance or the situation or the thing that you're looking at right so Again, definitely a space that I'm in of I know that my higher self saw something super valuable here for me that would really help me level up. Where is that valuable thing? And sometimes it's harder to find it than others. You know, I recognize that, too. I'm not going to I certainly don't want to, you know. The things that we experience in life that are uncomfortable or difficult, it's. I don't want people to sit there and, and act like you have to like the things that, that are painful and difficult, you know, things like grief, things like betrayal or, or, or these mm. different, you know, humans, again, so-called negative things we experience. Yes, they're all valid. And sometimes those things are painful. But you I just there has to be something good somewhere in it. And that's where I'm at right now is yeah. how do I find the perspective that I know my inner being, my higher mind, that that unconditional love, it's somewhere, right? Like the unconditional love of the circumstance, the person, the situation, the whatever. It's there. I know it is. How can I find it? Yeah, I think it's I think it's those those times of tragedy or frustration or like you said, the world, when it bears down on you, it's testing you so that you can be more creative. It's like, I love you so much. I'm going to put you in this horrible situation because you can do it. And you're like, what are you fucking talking about? You put, I don't want to be in that situation. Don't take that person right. from me. How dare you take that person from me? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do about it? Well, first off, I'm going to cry for a little bit. Okay. I'm going to do that first. And then the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to figure out a way that anybody else who ever goes through this, it could be easier for them. Like that, I think, is is what these situations are about. Like when you see the people you love the most suffering and coming to you and and believing in you when they're the authority figure, you're like, God damn it, why am I supposed to be that person? You know, how can I do that? Like that's how much yeah. they believe in you. Like that, think about it. like that. That's how much they believe in you. Like they're gonna give you all their authority because like they need a hero, they need that. And Sometimes we don't want that, but if it's given to you and you can do it, you should be that hero for him. If you can, that is a, that's such a fun thing, isn't it? Like the idea that authority, authority yeah. most belongs to those who seek it least, <sighs> right? Power, because yes, 100%. it's so true. Like, because again, you know, it's like you look at those things, and and for me, uh, such a true thing. Uh, you know, I don't want to be the authority on me this. Either. Like, someone, somebody else, come in and just take care of all of this for yeah. me. I don't, don't yeah. tell me that I know what I'm doing. Are you kidding? <laughs> you know, and I get like that. That's <sighs> such a true thing. And but those, it it's kind of a thing that. Again, it's perspective. Was it placed on me because I have the capacity or did I believe so much in myself when I came in that I could do this, that I chose it for myself? 
And if I chose it for myself, it's then it's a it's a place of standing in your power in a very different way. Right. Like maybe I chose to experience those difficult things because I knew I was going to have such a elevated sense of compassion for people that I was going to be able to use for the greater good expansion of humanity. Right. And I, I do think that's true because I'm again. You can see all the love, light, rainbows, unicorns here, but let me tell you what, this comes from a place of I have absolutely experienced very deep depression. I have absolutely experienced very heavy, difficult emotions, right? <laughs> right. Raise your hand. Right. Oh, everyone out there is just like, hey, <laughs> totally. hello. Hi, me. Yeah. But being able to come out the other side of that and look at other people who are struggling and say, I see you. I know I understand where you're at and but but look at if I can find this perspective so can you right yeah. if if I can find the place of having love for myself that that I was brave enough to decide to come and be a human for a while and experience this limiting space this space where we think that we are so <laughs> imprisoned and 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 you know strapped into where we can't you know be free and be ourselves what a brave thing we did right yeah. in coming and deciding to do it maybe yeah. pat yourself on the back a little bit that you had the courage to decide yeah. to be a human and experience these things as difficult as they might be and and recognize that you know what all that pressure creates a diamond yeah i agree you know you have a really interesting like one two punch of a lot of people are writers and some people are speakers and very few people are writers and speakers. You know, I, I think it was Samuel Clemens who said something along the lines of the written word is the carcass of the spoken word. And when you look at people being bands or people that are great orators, they can like pack a stadium and people will listen to their words. What do you think? Like, what do you think about the difference between the written word and the spoken word? And what is your relationship with both of those? You know, when the thing about writing is that you get to edit and you get to think about it and you get, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I do. You, you get the time to <laughs> contemplate, you get the time to review, you get the time to polish it before you present it. Right. But with speaking, you're, you're in the moment and you, you have to be in the moment with it. And I'm definitely someone that I always. I kind of I, I do really surrender and relinquish to my higher self and say, I know that you will bring me the words. I know that you will find the words for me to say that are right in the moment. Yeah. The conversation that needs to be had is the conversation that will be had. And I trust that with my writing. It's kind of interesting where, again, it's allowing the flow when it comes. And I think what I'm practicing having to do in a lot of ways is don't be so fixated on the polishing overthinking mm. it part right don't be so fixated on it has to look perfect before you put it out there right trust that what you create in the moment is what needs to be created right just the way that when you speak and have conversations you trust that it'll come out the right way as it needs to so you know there's a difference in terms of presentation and maybe there's a little bit of a difference Certainly in the world that we live in now, obviously being more yeah. media focused and more, you know, video content and, and speaking is maybe something that people gravitate to more than reading or, or mm. written words. 
But again, even in that, there's possibility, right? So like, you know, for me, I've been doing like little micro fiction and I post little videos of it with my abstract art on my you know, Instagram or my YouTube and, and, and TikTok and things like that. So it, it's, it's an interesting thing to me because it's that idea of these things that we consider as being sort of separate beasts. In some ways, yes, they are separate, but separate only in the sense that any separation exists. It, it's a fractal, right? It, it's, it's a piece of the greater yeah. whole and they are connected in some way and you can blend them harmoniously and you can find ways to integrate them in new and innovative ways that it doesn't have to be separate, right? So, and I think that's something that I am trying to, to focus myself on a little bit too, is less overthinking Mm-hmm. And and just more flow creating, letting it come out and let it be. And I think that's it, it's maybe if you think about it that way, there's a little bit of sort of like third dimensional consciousness and fifth dimensional consciousness about it. Right. Think of writing as the third dimensional, very physical, very material, well thought out, very structured mm-hmm. sort of third dimensional consciousness. And then speaking is maybe a little bit more fifth dimensional consciousness, more in the flow, less overthinking, more allowing things to happen and allowing things to come. But you need you need both of them because right. you have to the step ladder only works if you have all the steps, right? You got to start from the 3D and that material and that physical and, and bring yourself up into that more elevated consciousness and bring those concepts from the 3D along with you because that's how you really grow, right? Is to like take what you have with you and you know, your roots are important as much as the flower is important, right? The tree leaves are just as important as yeah. the roots, you know, integrate all of it because that's how you are a whole being. And so I love it. That's a great way to understand why it's all been necessary. Mm-hmm. To, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's important to understand that. And I, I want to bring this guy, you know, this gentleman right here, DJ, DJRC420. We're cheering okay. for you guys. This guy right oh, here, okay. I heard him on the podcast. He's cr- he has a whole spot in Canada where people come up to his retreat. It's like a writing retreat. So people will go up there. It's like the most I beautiful spot in Canada. Yeah. DJ, reach out to Haley. And, Hi, um, hello. Yeah I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a writer. How can we collaborate? I have a whole series of meditations and writing exercises that I haven't put together. That's another of my, you know, ideas in the pocket that I'm working on as it comes. Like, yeah, let's yeah. collaborate. Let's do something cool and fun. Yeah. I, I have a whole entire macabre meditations series that I want to do because spooky people need to relax, too. Right. Again, I, I understand, you know, me and my interests from the paranormal, supernatural, maybe a little bit more spooky realms. Like I can marry that with spirituality. I know I can. Like, let's bring that stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds really cool. That sounds right up my alley. I would absolutely love to talk about that. That's hi, Haley Overseth at gmail.com. Come and email me. Come talk to me. Find me on my podcast. You know, let's talk 100 percent. Again, come and play in this dream with yeah. me. Yeah, I think he's relatively close to you, and like he has some of his ideas. I think you guys would really gel together. And anyways, like I, I like like we said earlier, I don't really don't believe in like the more synchronicities we see, the closer we are to being 
aligned, right? So like they, that's 100% right there. <laughs> I love it. Oh, synchronicities are just my favorite thing right? in the whole wide world. It's it's kind of I don't know if you ever watched Doctor Who, the bad wolf thing. Like I am the bad wolf. I create myself, right? Like <laughs> these synchronicities that you see are little pieces that you left for yourself. These are breadcrumbs that you put mm -hmm. there for yourself, signs and signals and and Oh, I love it when they come up and I just can't wait to get to a level where I'm finding the, you know, loaves of bread synchronicities and not just the crumbs, you know, yeah. like the real magic and the real synergy. Like, that's the thing that I am just so excited to see unfold because it's like, it's again, it's that thing that I know that I've asked for it from the universe. I know that it's possible because everything is available in the infinite multiverse. All right, Haley. Where's the future version of you that's figured it out and it's experiencing it? Bring me your energy. Like, what do, what do I need to do from here in this moment? Show me the things. It's so interesting you say that because what if right now in this podcast, you and I are creating a relationship and exchanging ideas that will change our lives forever? Let me give you an example. You had recently talked about the flow, like flow and, and how so we're excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. 5D and 3D. Like I'm wearing this mm -hmm. thing right now. It's called a soul compass. And it's Susan Brown has a company called Token of Me. And she's measuring the flow state, coherence. And oh, I love that. That's fun. Yeah. So so Susan, if you're watching this. Haley should definitely please, be on the team. Please talk to me. I need, yeah. like, let me tell you, I have been asking the universe, how do I become yes. part of consciousness exploration in the scientific way? Like, how do I, somebody study me in my brain? Because if I'm over here saying what's going on up here, like I, you know, oh, please, please do talk to me. I have been asking the universe, how can I really engage with this material in a, in a bigger way? Like, oh, I love that because the- yeah. Like, you know, the Institute of Noetic Sciences is something that I find really interesting, too. Like, just people who are genuinely studying consciousness. And it's, again, you know, I know that it's a human thing that we want to measure things and quantify things. But, oh, if you can find more ways to make that magical world solid for, for more people, you know. Because, again, the energetic vibrational version of it is absolutely good enough for me. But I know it's not good enough for everybody and they want to see the hard results and the data. And, oh, let me be one who can help you bring the data into the world. I'm here for it. There's another group that um, you'd be perfect. It's called the Octopus Movement. I'm a member. Imagine that. And there's so many people there that are on this path of creativity, coherence. And this is like, as I'm telling you this, like anybody that's in this. this conversation is resonating with, Check all, check all this. Everyone who's listening to this, go check out Token of Me. Like it's fucking mind blowing. The I love Octopus it. Movement, mind blowing. And like you should be members of both of them. Like I'm telling, I'm gonna tell oh, people, I and I want you to become part of this. Oh, bring me in. I'm here <laughs> for it. I want to play with all the people who are playing all the fun consciousness games. I am all about it. Yeah. Oh, we I need just more love us. it. That's just so exciting. And that's again one of those like. Oh, how it's just in the moment feeling the energy of the possibilities that exist just because we're here having this conversation on this podcast and who's going to hear it and who's going to see it and who am I going to meet and what are we going to co-create together? <laughs> that energy of uh, that, oh, there's more expansion here to be had, to be felt, to be seen. It's so exciting. I'm <laughs> so here for it. I'm so here for it. It's amazing what can happen with a conversation and willingness to talk about creativity, but more than that, a willingness to dig down deep 
and put your ideas out there. The world rewards that. Right now, more than ever, we need creative people and everybody's mm-hmm. creative. We need everyone, all hands on deck, your stories, oh, your yes. ideas, all of it. We need that more than ever right now. I think it's, I think that's a hundred percent true. And I think it's part of why I do keep putting my stuff out there because, you know, again, you never know, like, okay, here's, you know, me and my, here's a silly little idea that I put out into the, to the world that like, so I was talking to my friend about how I don't like the snow in South Dakota, right? My, my friend Sage, the intern, um, and maybe we'll have a conversation about it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I was like, let's start a business where we do snow removal with flamethrowers. <laughs> like in my right. And it was just a silly throwaway yeah. thing. But then I started to come up with, and here's another thing I do that I haven't gotten to explore just yet. But like I start, I build stand-up comedy sets in my mind that I'm doing. And I practice in my living room by myself all the time. Yes, I talk out loud to myself like I'm on a stage and entertaining the masses. Of course I do. Why shouldn't I? Right, right. Because somewhere there's a version of me who actually is. Of course. But I I, I started this little, you know, kind of comedy bit about doing this snowblower business where you do snow removal with flamethrowers because I'm sure there have to be customers in South Dakota that would hire me because they think to themselves... I'd love to cash in my insurance check for my house and move to Florida. You know, and who am I? I am happy to facilitate that for you for a nominal snow removal fee. Right. Right. But it's again, just being open to these silly ideas, sort of like starting from a throwaway thing that I say and then building up into this like little like, sure, I'm amusing myself and entertaining myself when I do this. But who knows where that could go in terms of like, maybe I could build an entire story off of that. Maybe I could create a short story. Right. Follow those little silly thoughts where they go because you can't know which of them is going to lead you to the Emerald City. You just don't right. know. Right. I do. I love it. And and you never know when that little thing that you say is going to spark the creativity in someone else. Right. And so that's part of the importance to put your creativity out there because one silly little thing that you say or think could spark spark a whole business right. empire idea for someone you you never know when that synergy is going to happen and trust the universe that it's lined up perfectly that that it is orchestrating things so that you do say that right thing and that person does listen to the podcast yep. that you're on and hears it and and says hey i gotta talk to you about let's do this the universe knows again better than i do how to put those things together let the universe set the dominoes up and watch them fall that's what you came for you're the witness of of the blooming of the flower that's what you're here for it's so beautiful to think about that aspect of it you know and and it's like once you once you see it once if you know what it's like it's like those it's like those pictures where you get to squint your eyes and like the 3d kind of object comes out at you like Mm -hmm. once you see it you can't unsee. And the same is true right. for life. Like you're in a rut, just stop for a minute and focus. Like what's the world trying to teach you? What situation keeps coming up on your life that you like that that situation that's repeating is desperately trying to get your attention. Like you got to solve that. And the right. world will give you the answers if you just stop for a minute. Just pause. There look. is Oh, there's just there's so much there that I I I always talk about this that like the big solutions to the things that we think are the biggest problems are, you know, they're available. Someone, someone somewhere has a brilliant idea for cleaning up the oceans and the garbage in the oceans and creating clean water. Someone somewhere has it. 
if we can silence the noise for just a little bit, right? right. Like, and it it's on an individual level, it's true. On a consciousness collective level as a, as a species, it's true. Mm -hmm. If we can quiet that noise that wants us to focus on the problems, right? Focus on the negative, focus on what's going wrong. Focus on, again, banging the puzzle pieces into place. How do we make this fit? How do we make this work? If you can stop and be still and be silent, that's when those voices that have those brilliant ideas can be heard. You know, and if we can, if you can do that within yourself and hear the brilliant ideas that you have that are being offered to you from your higher self, again, the universe source, call it what you want. Like the unconditional love of all that is, is always trying to talk to you and tell you how you can be the best service to, to the entirety of the world. And here's the great thing, too, that I think people need to remember about service and being of your highest service. Your highest service is also your highest joy. Like we have this idea, I think, that service is equated to sacrifice in mm -hmm. humanity, that you have to give up of yourself. And it's, no, you have to give in to the you that you really mm -hmm. are. Because when you're in that space of loving yourself and loving the stuff that you're doing, that's when you have the best things to create. That's when you create the most amazing things that other people can enjoy and use and, and benefit from. It's, you know, your highest joy is how you are of highest service that's why it's so important to follow your passion right yeah. it's it's such a it's it, and i know it's a concept again i've been through it myself where i've had to retrain my brain to the limiting language things that i think service and sacrifice they're equated right no that's old conditioning let that go when you are experiencing excitement and passion and joy that's when you are putting the best that you can possibly put into the world out there like that is when you are really creating an impact and and that sort of service it can it, it you don't have to look a certain way or follow the definitions of society for it to be valid service if it feels good if it resonates if you're joyful it's what you're supposed to be doing imagine people being addicted to becoming the best version of themselves <laughs> Oh, I have just, this is the conversation I was just having with myself in the shower yesterday. I am telling you, seriously, I love this. Brilliant synchronicity right here again, where I was just lit. I was asking myself, okay, if I hyper fixate and I know that I have this conditioning or this, this practice tendency to hyper fixate on problems or what's not working or what's not going right, it's just as easy to fixate on what I want, isn't it? Isn't it just as easy to hyper fixate on well, what about these possibilities? And what about these things? And, and I can hyper fixate on the things that make me feel excited and the things that make me light up as a person, you mm -hmm. know? And oh, what a beautiful, brilliant world it would be if we were all addicted to being our best self, mm -hmm. if we were all addicted to being our authentic self. And yeah. if we all were addicted to allowing everyone else to be their authentic <laughs> self without telling them what that needs to look like, mm -hmm. right? Like if we can all exist in this wonderful, beautiful tapestry of I am an individual, but we are all one. And if we all allow ourselves to be the bright color you're supposed to be, that picture will come into such a beautiful focus. Humanity, I know we can do this. I'm so excited to be here and be a part of it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Look at that. You know what? I am just so very happy that we connected on and and you invited me on the podcast like this is just such a brilliant conversation and the energy of it is so exciting i can't wait to see what the universe puts together just out of this beautiful happy energy 
that's another thing that I really have been excited to watch. Like, you know, again, you can fixate on here's these thoughts that I've had that, okay, I know that that thing that I experienced that I didn't actually want to create for myself came from these thoughts or vibrations that I was putting out. Right. But what if you get really excited and addicted to the idea of, ooh, I just had a really great interaction with someone. What kind of brilliant manifestation is going to come out of that happy energy? I can't wait to see what the world has to offer me. I can't wait to see what the universe shows me. Like just last night, I was cleaning out a cupboard. And I had been thinking about these little uh, spell candles because I love the like witchy sort of, you know, pagan Celtic elements. That's something that's another realm that fascinates me. I found this whole box of a hundred little spell candles that I had entirely forgotten. I was like, thank you past me for leaving this little present for me. I think I will just go have a lovely bath and light some candles and just have a little appreciation ceremony right now. Let's just bask in the satisfaction of look at past me and the great things that I did for me that I didn't even realize, you know, and you have to, you have to kind of clean out you got to clean out that vibrational energetic closet of all the noise and the mess so that you can find those little pieces of abundance that you have left for yourself. You are the bad wolf. You create yourself and you have left wonderful treasure chests everywhere for you to find. You just got to be open to stumbling on them. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore. I, I'm so thankful for our conversation. I'm so thankful for the work that you're putting out there and this is like our our time has flown by so fast. Like I feel like we just barely. I know, I know. I well, we could have a whole other two hour podcast. Just uh, I could talk about this all day, every day. I absolutely. Yeah. Well, could. let's do more of them. Let's let's bring more people in, and we'll do more of them together. Because I think that I really enjoy the conversation. And I yes, please. Do yes, too. please. Oh, okay. I'm all about it. <laughs> okay. Well, before I let you go, before I let you go for today. Can you please tell people, yes, just for this moment, can you please tell people where they can find you, what you have coming up and what you're excited about? Oh, I'm excited about so many things. Um, So I I don't have my website entirely up and running yet. It's in the process of being built. It's frankiewashere.com and it's going to have all my podcast stuff, but you can find Frankie's podcast network on YouTube and there's links there to all of my other shows that I do. You can see all of the podcasts that I am creating. Um, I'm on Instagram, h.overseth. I post a lot of the stuff that I'm doing on there. Go check me out on Instagram. And you know what? If you want to find me on Facebook, Haley Overseth, and come be my friend and chat with me. And if you have awesome, amazing things you would like to co-create and collaborate and create, let's do it. I'm here for it. I'm about it. If we can study consciousness, if we can have writing, you know, retreats. And, and I am here to, again, let the universe use me as a tool to do the things I know I came here to do. And if you're excited about anything that I've been talking about, come and be my friend. I'm looking for you. <laughs> I love it. Well, hang on, Haley. After, after I'm going to hang up with people, but hang on briefly afterwards because I still want to talk to you about a couple of things. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Ladies you. Thank you so much yeah, for right? having me. This has been so much fun. <laughs> I so appreciate everyone who's been watching and engaging. And, oh, I just love this whole conversation and the energy here. It's been wonderful and beautiful, and I can't wait to see what the universe creates from it. It's going to be magic. It is going to be magic. Ryan, thank you. Everybody else who's, who's in the comments and, and hanging out with us. And everybody listening today, I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope yes. you realize that you are the change that you want to see in the world. And, and do it. People are out there trying to help know that. We love you. And that's all we got for today, ladies and gentlemen. Aloha.
Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.